I speak the truth. I'm gonna ask you to Google like that. This can't be real. She's only now beginning to consume the corpses. That's devastating. Whales are getting breast cancer. And for whatever reason, I was really high. What? BFK, get your dick sucked. Different than, than what mom and dad want. I know lots of stupid shit that I shouldn't really have any reason to know. Welcome to Ball of Confusion, a podcast where we try to make sense of this crazy spinning space rock we're on. <laughs> I am your producer boy, Frank, and along with me is your deep south sativa, Rob Lee. Hello, my friends, hello. From the moment I clicked record to turning around to the mic, Rob put on these sunglasses and suddenly looked like Ray Charles. With vitiligo. A, yeah, and as a hippie. <laughs> yeah, I was clearly way taller and uh, way not as black. <laughs> a little less blind. <laughs> uh, that's debatable. Yeah. Um, so it's been uh, on the national scale. We're going to, uh, let me just start by this. Uh, we're going to do this episode a little differently. We've got a little thing at the end for a friend of ours, so uh, we're going to skip over some some things, and it'll be a little different. But we're going to slight modification. Yeah, we're going to start with the uh, with the funny and and move on to other stuff. But anyway, um, so in the last week on a national or global thing, uh, there's been some big stuff that has popped up, like. Uh, like gay marriage. Yeah, that kind of came out of left field for me. I didn't know uh, that they were just going to go ahead and outright pass it in all 50 states just right away and then throw a big old rainbow in the White House. <laughs> and everybody's picture on Facebook has a little rainbow on it, too. Well, I didn't realize it was going to come so quickly. Like that one and the Obamacare thing came like in the same week. And I thought they would kind of space it out or something. Right, but they're not fining you for being gay. No, no, no. They're two different cases. Because if just... you don't get the insurance, they fine you. Right. These are two big cases. I just didn't think they'd both happen in one week, you know. Big cases right here, yeah. Right in my pantalones. No, not really, but you know. <laughs> so what? Uh, what? Are, so that was like a five-four decision that uh, basically said it's uh, unconstitutional to not accept gay marriage in your state. I think, Which I totally agree with, and you know. Whether I like people being gay or not, which I personally don't care. I thought you were gonna say whether I like dick or not, because we've no, no, no. <laughs> Thanks, Jeremy, you fucking cunt. But um, no, I mean, it, it, you know, whether you're gay or not, it, it's indifferent. But this is just—it's kind of what it's supposed to be—the the separation of church and state. It's supposed to be different, and all the people in the church and the Bible Belt. They don't like the dicks in the ass kind of thing. They're not feeling the lesbianism, so. They always put it together. Well, so now what this does is clearly makes a draws a line in the sand with the separation. Well, let me ask you a couple of questions. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me ask you a couple of questions uh, on that. Um, the whole separation of church and state. Now, wouldn't it make it so any any person that thinks you know like homosexuality is a sin and send you to the depths of hell, like? <laughs> Are they going to be forced to do gay weddings? No, they're just going to have to reevaluate their tone. You can feel that way, no, no, but, but you just can't make it about a sin. You have to take that... Reli- you, you can think it's a, an abominable, you don't like it. Well, no, 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 because this doesn't change anybody's religion. Say Catholicism, which, you know, theoretically, you know, what... Like yeah, when the Pope, cult? the cult, yeah, the cult. Yeah. So like, but you know, in their religion, you know, they think that this God speaks to them by this Pope. 
And so in their religion, if the Pope and the God say that gay is a sin, um, even if we think that's totally ass backwards, um, then by a Catholic performing a gay marriage, they're basically sending themselves to hell in their eyes. And this doesn't change the religion. I just wonder, what do you think? Do you think that's a separation of church and state, or do you think that's getting in the way of churches? I think you're putting people on a pedestal and believing too much in them, because I think people are stupid, like we were talking about earlier. <laughs> and I... You know, I don't think it fucking matters. I think, you know, the church does not make the fucking laws. Okay? But Granted, you do put your hand on a Bible and swear, but... You don't have to. I didn't put my hand no, on No, you don't have to, but it's there. That Bible is still there. Why isn't it a Koran or a, or a, or a Torah or... Well, it is. If you're... Oh, well, I mean, a Jewish Sorry, wedding I'm, doesn't... I don't a, frequent the courts, my friend. I'm just saying, <laughs> when, the, uh, when it's a Jewish wedding, they don't put their hand on a Bible. Right. No, that's not what I mean, though. But we're not, we're not getting into... I'm not going to law school at your bar mitzvah. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, no, I know. That's kind of different. I'm saying in the terms of lawmaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It Feel the way that you feel. Like, if you feel like being gay is a sin, that's fine and good. I'm not here to change your opinion. Yeah, but are, are, would somebody that, that feels that in their soul that being gay is a sin... Are they allowed to say, no, I won't perform your gay marriage? Any gay marriage? Absolutely. Okay, well, that's get the, the big fuck, Get the fuck out of my straight church and get get your ass down to the Unitarian church. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. What, and if you don't like that, that's too fucking bad, too. I, but Turn, I, don't, I wonder if they're going to have that ability to say that. Dude, I can if I'm a business owner in Florida, I can fire you for any reason. Any little reason. Guess what? Frank, I don't like you today. Yeah. You are fired. Right. Okay, I'm going to straight Donald Trump that ass. Give you a shitty haircut. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that that's just too damn bad. If I don't want to serve you, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if I run a limo service or a tux place or a wedding chapel. Well, that's that's the funny thing that pops up about this. Like, uh, you know, I'm, I have a, a much more, like, libertarian view on the whole thing. Uh, but but like, you're conservative on stuff, too. <laughs> but it's, uh, well, like, it's, uh, okay, do you know why the government issues wedding licenses or marriage licenses probably because you have to pay for them that generates income for the government well, they which didn't, is a business they didn't always it used to be that a church issued it or the captain of a boat you've always heard like a captain yeah, of a boat 12 miles offshore yeah things like that <clears throat> do you know so uh, the reason that the government started issuing marriage licenses was to prevent blacks and whites getting married yikes yeah so like it was unofficial but it was one of those things like you don't have to create a law if you create regulation that kind of prevents you right so like so in that view like my i i, I often talk about um i might be borrowing this phrasing from chris but like a lot of times people are arguing the wrong things um like my thing is like this was my solution to the whole thing you don't need to legalize gay marriage all you have to do is not have the government involved in marriage anymore. Right. You need to take your supposed not Bible-influenced laws and hold them accordingly. Just get rid of it. And get rid of it all together. No, but I mean, we need laws. No, we no, need... not laws. I'm saying get rid of a marriage license. I didn't want to get um, a marriage license. No. Listen, I got a ring on that finger. Yeah. I own you. <laughs> I, I don't... I don't know any other way to say it. You literally have to acknowledge what the fuck I say... Specifically you, being Sue, and, yeah, you know, me. I'm not trying to be a dick about this, so please don't get the wrong idea. He owns but you. But I own you. <laughs> you have a tag. But, uh, you know, that that makes it different. 
And if, you know, like there, I think there should be common law here. Yeah. You know, if like after like five years, if you're together, guess what? That's your wife. Well, and that's just too damn bad. Or if you have a kid with somebody, guess what? That's your wife. Well, yeah, I don't know <laughs> if I'd go that far, but like, yeah, I, that's my whole view on the thing was just like, you know, instead of saying like, now the government is forced to allow or to issue licenses for gay marriage, I thought what it should be is, why don't you just not issue anybody licenses and then go back to saying like churches or uh, notaries or whatever, because it's essentially a contract. Well, at that point, why not just treat people like people? That's what I'm saying. Just that would treat, treat everybody, treat everybody the same. like a Barbie doll. They're, we're anatomically correct. Everybody's got a, a just nothing. Well, I'm saying <laughs> it, it would just um, it would eliminate all that stuff because that way, like. Gay people could get married, straight people could get married, because it's up to the church and the person performing the ceremony. Go to a different fucking church. There's yeah. a thousand. If I want to go to church, or which, not a church, which personally I don't. Yeah. But if I want to, yeah, I can go to any church, any day, any time, and that door is wide open, and there is somebody there with open arms waiting to greet me. So, <laughs> which really makes me hate fucking Jehovah's Witnesses. Get the fuck out of my yard. I know where your goddamn kingdom hall is, okay? It's got big fucking, you know, shiny gates around it. Uh, Everything's fucking new. You don't celebrate any holidays, but son of a bitch, if you can't come by my house at 8 o'clock on a Sunday morning <laughs> and knock on the door, Sue went out and freaked out. They don't come to the house anymore. Oh, is that right? She scared them right on off. Well, that, but you, you know what I mean? But that's what pisses me off about do what you do. Do what makes you happy. Do it because you want to do it. But don't you dare force it on me. Well, and Let me do what I want to do. Well, and that's my question about this ruling. It's like, you know, I'm fine with gay people getting married. Some people aren't. and so, Like, I don't believe in God. I'm a godless animal. And I don't believe that homosexuality is a sin. I, I believe in, like, a higher power. There's something going on. There, no, bro. I'm telling you right now. You know about what I got going on. I, I know there's something the fuck going on. Is it does it is it a white man that looks like me hanging up in the church? <laughs> Aryan no. Jesus. Aryan <laughs> Jesus? No, I don't think so. But there there's something going on. But but real quick to get back what you were saying before, um, the problem with people isn't necessarily their view, positive, negative, or indifferent. It's their lack of acknowledgement of mine or anybody else's. But you need to have a twelve sided goddamn D and D die in life. And realize that it's not going to come up on your number every time. And you don't have to agree with the number that it comes up on. But, I, but you have to acknowledge it. But no, but I agree with that. But I, my, one, my worry uh, is that what this ruling does is actually um, get rid... Like, it does force like any church-going people... Um, like, they, if they truly think it's a sin, and like the rest of us can think that's butt-stupid... Um, what but, about forgiveness, though? Well, no, no, that's but, a big... Yeah, but, church, but I'm saying if, if the church does Sorry, not... Sorry, you like ass-fucking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying if a church or somebody uh, really doesn't believe it and like, they really think that like, their soul will then be doomed to Then I don't want to be there. I don't well, want to be there logical. if you don't want me here. Of course. And I'm not going to get butt hurt and go sue you and get on the news. I know you won't when it's time for you to have your gay I, wedding. Because I'm not a pussy. Well, that's the thing. There's a lot... Of, I, I'm just My wondering about... Wedding, you can't, I just <laughs> I'm just worried. I'm wondering if there's going to be some litigious people that are just going yeah, around course, waiting. Of course there is. And and that's unfortunate. And that's, you know, not the reason, but it's another, you know, pile-on reason of why this country sucks. Oh, we, we, we literally... No, we cower... To pussies. We do. Okay? Yeah. There is no such fucking thing as a goddamn majority rules. Okay? There is in the sense when it's 5-4, but like we said before, with the Janet Jackson tit thing, 
200,000? 200,000 out of 120 million. I mean, you're cowering to less than 1%. If you don't like it, I hope you have hands. <laughs> if you don't, hopefully you have somebody that helps you. But you're a grown-up. Turn the fucking dial. Yeah. Don't leave your radio station on a channel where you know something uh, you know, provocative is going to come on if your kid's going to be in there in the morning. That's called right. being a responsible parent. Right, right. You know what I mean? Take care of your own. You don't have to like it, but you don't have to take it away from me because I do. That's my free right as a person and yours too, but the fact that you want to influence me on your bias shit pisses me off and there's too many of y'all. You need to figure well, it the fuck out. And the only reason I even care about... Um you know, like the the Catholics or any of the the God kind of people that uh, which are the worst. <laughs> which uh, you know, the only reason I I, I have any concern about their ability uh, very, to very close minded. Well, yeah, but their ability to be close minded in their church is that it also allows uh, the freedom. It's part of the First Amendment amendment, which is freedom of speech, mm -hmm. and gives me the ability to be a godless atheist. You know, like absolutely. And so if if suddenly you strip certain religions to be uh of being able to practice the way they practice like do i lose my ability to not practice you know it would seem that way so. i mean um you know it's just it's it's a little bit i don't want to say scary or or you know it's a but it is a little disheartening for me to see how big religion is for some right. you know groups and some uh areas even like downtown clearwater with the scientologists oh, yeah, i mean yeah. get the fuck out of my face with that bullshit i mean it's that's scary actually down there that that's scary, scary. Yeah. but i mean the, the fact that you know i mean just people give you the money they don't question it you fucking you, you oh you did wrong just go in this box and say what you did I know, say what I you know. did to the man that smells like mothballs that you can't see that's probably jaying off to you know behind the screen so. i gotta tell you a great catholic story <laughs> like uh my buddy capo from Orlando, he uh, he's really he a gangster. He is. He is the the king gangster of the <laughs> IT world. But, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he had a uh, his uh, his sister uh, was having a baby. Uh, had a niece, uh, or he has a niece. That would be his sister's daughter. Yeah. Yes. And so uh, he is the godfather, and like uh, me, like you. But uh, we use godfather, even though we're godless. But his family is Catholic. Catholic from New York. Mm -hmm. And oh, um, six kids Catholic. Wow, your parents must have really like sex. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes up to because uh, they're gonna do the whole ceremony, you know. And oh, so he's yeah. So he's the Godfather, and so of course in Catholicism that means something. Oh, and it's a so, fucking deal. Yeah. So the priest is like, uh, he's like, oh, you uh, are you a Catholic? He's like, yep. He's like, you practicing? He's like, ah, I got a church in Orlando. You know, just kind of. It's been eighteen hundred days since my last confession, <laughs> Father. I have a lot to say. So the uh, <laughs> the priest was like, oh, you know, it always works best if um, if someone's a member of a, is a, is actively participating. We require you to be an active uh, Catholic, preferably in our church. Am I not here? Yeah. And he's like, you know, preferably an active member of our church. You know, tithing things like that. And so Capo kind of nodded, and he's like, "So, um, how much are we talking?" And he's like, 50 bucks." And he's like, "Okay." He took out his checkbook really? and cut him a check for fifty bucks. God, yeah. man, they—I mean, they are like literally the motherfuckers that sell the bottles of water and the beers at baseball game that will look you right in your eye and smile and make you feel like a million dollars and say that'll be thirteen dollars for one, please, <laughs> motherfucker. Are yeah. you kidding? You soulless bitch. I know. You know damn well that cost a dollar fifty. <laughs> You're fucking me. I want dinner and drinks before I get fucked. Yeah. Thank you very much. So being a godfather, call someone else fifty bucks. You got it for free. <laughs> right. 
But how, what if I am Ray Charles, yeah. like earlier, I and I can't see the way that you write it? Then it's up to perspective on me. When you say God, me knowing you're an atheist, that G is going to be lowercase. Mm. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless there's a Braille situation, which I don't understand how that works, and or why it's on a goddamn ATM. Can somebody tell me why there's Braille? On an ATM. So blind people can get cash out? They can't see the fucking screen. How there's are you going to hit the number? There's an audio thing. There's that audio jack that's right there. Bro, do, does it look like I have a tackle box in this Ray shirt? How the fuck? I'm just saying, like, perhaps if you were blind, you would carry things like that. Bro, <laughs> if I was blind, uh, I don't know. I would have to get some Geordie type, like, eyes. I couldn't even be dealing with that. I need, They've like, got those crazy lenses now. I don't think they cure blindness, but they do... Um... Well, they talk about people missing eyes on the black market for the organs and stuff. If, they're, if people get their eyes cut out their head... Eyes being an organ, I gotta think I can get me some new eyes. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's it depends on if it's the organ that's the problem or the wiring. Yeah, I'd be like, know. let me get that little shitty kid from Sierra Leone that already lost two hands getting them diamonds. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> fuck Leo. Yeah, fuck Leo. And fuck Leo. You know his dad body. I got his dad body right here. Thick and rugged, white rugged man. What? What? I have no idea. I turned my head for a, a second and I totally lost where we were. Yeah. <laughs> I came back to white rugged men. White rugged man. Um, well, speaking of white... Speaking of white rugged man... What? <laughs> Do tell us about what you got going on in the white community, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, one of the other big things that happened over the last week is the uh, the Confederate flag debate. I have gotten in so many arguments about this, and I've actually swayed people because your your name is Robert Lee, <laughs> which is why I got a green light pass. Like I, they were arguing, 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 and I was like, "Well, you know, my name kind of is Robert Lee, which was the general of the Confederate Army." So I mean, kind of in like a, you know, monumental kind of thing. You know, I should be given a pass for that. You oh. know, if if your name, you know, if Frank Smythe Craft is the one that, you know got the war won for us, you know, then then we will celebrate his name. Lee lost the war. Whatever. He was from Virginia. <laughs> he was from the North anyway. Tomato, tomato. Whatever. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, 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 everybody's like, it's racist. It's racist. It's racist. Okay. It has been used in racist stuff. Yes. Was it racist to begin with? No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was it, the battle flag, too. Right. It wasn't even, like, the flag of right. the Just because the side that it was on, you know, maybe we want to have these black guys. No, no was, there's no maybe. It was about slavery. No, I, <laughs> but it wasn't originally. Yeah, it was. The, the flag itself was not made to oh. represent slavery. That, right. that was my original point to them. Yeah, yeah, it was a battle flag. And, you know, everybody, the few people I talked to, they were like, you know, well... I just, I don't think it's really cool. I think, you know, everybody that flies a Confederate flag is a racist. To which I said... So everybody with a rainbow flag is a fag, you know? Uh -huh. And she's like, what? I'm like, is everybody with a rainbow flag a, a homosexual? And I said, no, I don't think so. I'll fly a, a rainbow flag around. I don't give a fuck. Right. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's unfair for you well, to assume that just because... I mean, there are a lot of people from the South that are overly proud of their heritage, right. to say the least. Right. Now... The state building, I'm up in the air on that. I mean, it's been there for 150 years. Why is it an issue now? Well, and actually, I was looking into this. Um, well, one of my views is like, 
it's not always about racism. I mean, look at Leonard Skinner, Alabama. Like, look mm-hmm. at their CD covers. It's like right. all of them. It's it's a Southern pride thing. It's just, you know, that line between Southern pride and fuck you, nigger yeah. is real close. <laughs> well, and apparently what happened was the, uh, <laughs> the flag was flown at the State House since 1960s, but it was removed from the dome and placed on a Confederate soldier monument that's in front of the State House in 2000. Benjamin... Nathan Bedford Forrest. <laughs> so there's some Confederate soldier statue. So it's like it's not really flying above the state house. It's on a Confederate right. soldier. So so if we're trying to not be closed-minded about a situation and look at everything as if there are many many scenarios, which there are, mm. like it or not, even if you only have one. Um, and like I said, you don't have to agree. You just have to fucking acknowledge them acknowledge them disagree with them acknowledge them right right don't right. say that they don't exist that's what that's what fires me the fuck up so um what the fuck help me with the 12-sided eye what was i saying <laughs> I, I, I just i totally lost i think you were just saying that you have to acknowledge that the confederate flag does oh, have oh, a pride so, aspect. so if we're looking at it as a whole perspective so all of those confederate soldiers that died yeah. in the name of america right you, you you're basically just throwing them away and i have a problem with that yeah. You, you are, so you're going to take the Confederate flag off the, all of their, you know, tombstones off the, you, right. you can't take that away from them. Yeah, because when they were fighting, they thought they were fighting for what was best for the country. Do as I say. Um, but, you know, one of the things with me, it goes back to like, it's just uh, a stupid argument, is that we're talking, like, you know, it's come up because of the shooting in South Carolina, but mm-hmm. like, that flag didn't inspire any shooting and it's just a piece no, of cloth. it's kind of a happy coincidence well i mean like, the guy was a racist and of course well, like, he drove to charleston it was the biggest city in south carolina yeah. and that was his intent well yeah and like uh, you know racists have used the confederate flag um as a symbol but so have you know people that aren't racist that are just proud southern right. so what are we gonna well, now franklin i just clearly i need you to inform me what are we going to do with this next year's civil war reenactment <laughs> are we not allowed to have any confederate flags i mean it just it won't be the same yeah and like i don't uh, you know if the people vote to pull the flag off the monument like i don't care it just Fuck seems like that. a that's you you can't change history it already happened. I'm just saying, if, if the people speak up and that's what they want in their city, then that's what they should do. But I think focusing this much on a piece of cloth is silly. You're, it's, it's, it's called fucking way overanalyzing it and, yeah. and jumping the gun. And, you know, I respect the decision for stores, uh, Walmart, Target, to no longer sell them. If you don't want to, that's yeah, cool. Your store. If you want to not put Confederate flags on new things being built Fine. that's cool too yeah. taking them off shit that it's already there i kind of i i have an issue with that that's history to me i like history once and you're changing fucking history what are you gonna do with every book are you gonna go to every fucking library and take every book off the shelf and and cut out the fucking confederate flag i mean give me a fucking well, break and that's my question about you know speaking like especially walmart and like amazon um you know that's good for the little guy though well yeah but i'm saying like those two people um two stores they sell lots of cds of you know country music alabama leonard skinner and i mean leonard skinner's rock but but still like so are, are they going to censor the cd covers put them in one of those black envelopes? i mean I, maybe if i give it to riley cooper his might have to be you know a little censored because he'll find everything in here woo! what you don't you don't remember that 
Oh, you, oh at the, the, at the football player that got in the yeah, fight? The yeah, the one that yeah, went yeah. to CCC right up yeah. the road? Yeah, that's right. He he was all drunk, uh, for those that maybe don't know. He, he got all wasted. Just wasting. hearing Rob yelling racial epithets. Uh, no, no, <laughs> I, I'm, I, you can't see my fingers up in the quote. I'm not saying that. Know, I'm repeating it as it was heard. Oh, I, I want to make it real. Yeah. I don't feel bad about saying it. I didn't say it to be mean to anybody. I made it to, to make quote the story the real. Yeah. So, um, no, he uh, basically, he's just big... White boy uh, receiver, and he got a little drunk at the Kenny Chesney concert, and one of the security guards, who happened to be African-American, got a little lippy. Well, probably Riley got a little lippy with probably. him. Probably. <laughs> and he said a couple things back, like, maybe possibly Riley ain't shit, and he's like a third banana on the NFL team or whatever. <laughs> and uh, so Riley just, uh, he, he went, you know, Michael Richards, and, I'll fight every nigger right here, yeah. mind you. There's maybe like eight at the Kenny Chesney concert. Right. There weren't <laughs> so, a lot, so he, he had good odds. <laughs> so you want to fight Shorecrest basketball team. <laughs> so, so, so what, you want to fight Kevin over there? Yeah. <laughs> like, you want to fight one dude? <laughs> that's not real ballsy of you. You're kind of bigger than that. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I just wonder, like, how far it goes. Because, um, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, I just think it'll be very funny if suddenly they put, like, you know, the stickers they put on when there's, like, boobs on a cover of a CD or something like that. Which is so fucking, and I don't mean this in a derogatory way, oh, people. God. Fucking gay. It's so gay. It's like, dude, you, you gotta be kidding me. If you think, like, little kids are gonna go into fucking FYE or whatever the fucking CD store is. I don't even know. I haven't yeah. bought a CD in fucking 10 years. What but, the hell's a CD? But if you <laughs> think that the fucking kids are gonna go in there, see the boobs on the fucking CD cover... And, and and pull out their penis and start masturbating. I mean, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Fuck you. That's probably Fuck. exactly what the word is. It about. is. It's like it's <laughs> it's reefer madness all over again. Sixty years later, just just with not reefer, with with just other shit. Like in Europe, you've been to Europe. I haven't even been. Uh you know, there's just Tits in the newspaper and tits in the commercials and kids can drink and, and drugs are, you know, kind of decriminalized and, and shit's, shit's better. Except for Greece. Fuck Greece. But, <laughs> but, but shit's better. You know what I mean? Like, especially like Portugal. Portugal drugs have been legal for like 20 years and their crime's down. Uh, jobs are up. Fucking. <clears throat> which, which drugs and, are legal? All of them. I doubt that. Okay, well. Uh, I'm not going to look it up now, but. You, well, this, this is, <laughs> no, they're, they're, they are. You, yeah. Huh. I mean, I don't believe that you can go up to the CVS and buy cocaine, but okay. if you happen to have some cocaine by whichever means you came to, you know, uh, be in possession magi- of it. Magically, you had heroin in your pocket. Right, I pulled the uh, suitcase out of my butt yeah. of the, uh, the half a key of uh, fine Colombian heaven. Interesting. But uh, <laughs> now that I have it here, well, it's kind of the same way even with the, uh, the pot stores in California. Like, before all this shit started being legal in um, Alaska, Washington, and Colorado, in in California, a dispensary by state law could only have up to 500 grams in the establishment. So they basically had these little rogue, like, I, I don't even know what to, what to compare them to. Just like these random, like little dudes on a fucking, on a Vespa. And like the, the store would call and be like, Hey, we're getting bought out. You know, we need some more. And fucking this little guy would show up with a backpack on and, and re-deliver the illegal marijuana but once it went into the establishment it became legal well, I, is that not weird i mean well i just looked it up because uh because i was curious so, portugal yeah so apparently what it is is they decriminalized, decriminalized it. okay yeah so it's it's not legal but the uh it they was changed from a criminal offense with prison as a possible punishment to an administrative one uh so you get fines uh 
was no more than ten days' supply of the substance. I I just don't. I don't. Think if there was no more, so they do have a thing. If you're caught with uh, quote keys. ten days <laughs> worth of it, yeah. So if you got it, well, what if key. I can prove that in ten days I could uh, crush this amount? Your Honor. I need you to hang out with me for a week. <laughs> Your Honor, we're going to have to do some scientific testing in this. And by that, I mean i got to do the whole bag in 10 days. <laughs> Watch me. You heard about the dude, uh, oh man, I can't remember his last Bruno. It was Bruno something. He was a gay porn star. <laughs> they caught him in LAX. Uh, his boyfriend was a steward on the airplane. Okay. Alistair McAllister. Nice. Like, Real name. Yeah. And uh, the guy Bruno, though, he, he was, like, sweating on the little the little runway to get uh, to the airplane, and they kind of pulled him off. He had 226 grams of crystal meth in his ass. Dear God. I know, man. That's like a football in his ass. That guy took a lot of dick in his ass. <laughs> I'm saying. I think he practiced. God, that would be the best drug mule. Yeah, right. hot dog down a hallway. This is like a fucking kielbasa <laughs> down a fucking you know uh, tube for some paper towels. That does <laughs> seem like a natural career path if you're uh, if you're a, uh, a male gay porn star. Might as well go into drug smuggling. I mean, you've already kind of been loosening things up. Um, I mean, if it wasn't for the fact that when you get caught taking drugs over federal lines yeah. in an airport, it's a big fucking deal. Um, I'm just saying. yeah, I just I don't I don't know. Just the people that become porn oh, stars they had the HIV don't too. necessarily make Both the best. Both of them had the HIV, too. Oh, so there was, it was HIV meth. Ouch. Just saying. Yeah, Ouch. People that become porn stars don't necessarily make the best decisions. So you I'm know, just saying it could be the path. Here is the main... Here's the number one of why I would never want to be a porn star. <laughs> okay. Because, like, I'd say 95 out of 100, you got to get with guys before you get with girls. Like, straight or not, you, this is the way, like, they had a guy on the one show I listened to sometimes, and he was, to, you know, all his accounts, not, not gay, yeah. but he got big dick pounded in the ass for, like, 20,000 a click, though. <sighs> He'd have to go get blasted for, like, an hour and a half in the ass, and then here's your $24,000. I guess if you think about it, I mean, I'm, whether it's I'm gay not, or I'm, straight porn, it's guys are the people that, that look at porn, you know? And so uh, there's only, you know, it's all about the chick and straight porn. So I bet, you know, there's a bunch of guys who are like, yeah, I'll get involved in that. And I'm like, well, hold on, fellas. I already got my, my stud over here. Right. Well, like <laughs> I, I, like the guy Peter North even, like he, he you know, from back in the day, yeah, late yeah, 80s yeah. and everything. Like I, I've only seen like a couple, but what, how does he make the load do that? Like how, <laughs> how has that happened? Like that can't be real. That's got to be like CGI. I've never seen so much chism. I mean, are you fucking kidding me? I feel like I got the fucking Sahara Desert going on if that's the fucking amount of jism that he produces. I mean, I could almost fucking wrap that up and make a fucking vanilla cake from Publix for that. I mean, it's ridiculous. So, but my point of the story is he was with Tracy Lords, like when Tracy Lords was like 16 and the hottest thing going. Like, he uh -huh. was with all the chicks, but he fucking fucked guys too. And I mean, if that's not your, I mean, whatever. I guess if that's what you want to do, I mean, I just know if I did that, you guys would wreck me. <laughs> you guys would be like, you fucked a guy for money. You, you know how I know yeah. you're gay? Yeah, you fucked a guy for money. <laughs> it does. Um... I did have that offered to me, but I didn't do it. <laughs> the Publix guy? Yeah, the guy cornered me in the Publix. Yeah. Come on, man. All you got to do is touch toes with him while they jack off. It'll be fine. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I, I don't know. That's kind of really too far. I still think you did it. 
No. <laughs> did I did I really think it over because of how much money he was offering me? I think you locked toes with him and let him dirt. No, off. it wasn't him. It was some like old dude at some place. I don't know. I didn't <laughs> go. He just told me about it and I was like, you know what? No, I'm not doing that. How long did you think about that? Probably like a half hour. I was like, man, he's going to give me like 700 bucks and all I'm going to do is touch toes with this fucking guy, oh, not touch him and let him fucking whack off and leave. Ooh. 700 bucks is a lot of money right now. God, I had in my head that he was offering five grand or something. It was only 700 bucks? Like 700 bucks. Dear God. It's like a fucking hour. <laughs> Tell me where you're going to go make $700 an hour. I mean, yeah, in, in the prostitution world, you can make No, a no, but that's not... Touching toes ain't prostituting. I'm not touching dicks. I'm not sword fighting. You know, we're not we're not going to deadly battle with fleshy swords. You know, it, it was a, it was a toe situation. But after thinking long and, and long and hard, not hard. I was, I was, I was almost going to say hard. And I was like, you know what? And no, it was not hard. And uh, you know, I just I was like, no, there's no fucking way. I'd like as soon as I touched toes with them, I'd be like, oh my god, this is fucking ridiculous. Then I'd have to already touch toes. Then I wouldn't get paid. And then it would just be this whole mess. Then I'd end up telling y'all, and you'd be like, oh my god. Fucking Rob touched toes with this fucking guy out on the beach. $700. Ridiculous. I've got a story before I go into this ad. Uh, I'm not going to say the guy's name because I don't know if he wants to share this story, this brawl. He's told it to Rhyme lots it. of people. Rhyme it. Like if his name's like Stan Miller, just, you know, my, my buddy uh, Wan Hiller. I'll just say his name's Stan. But, He's uh, Chinese. So um, well, I got a buddy of, of Chinese descent whose name is Stan and this is not about him. <laughs> Does Dido sing his life anthem? Um, Please the, don't go, I'm wondering uh, why. No, so this buddy, he uh, he made friends uh, with this masseuse, a, a male masseuse, oh. who was making lots of money. Oh, no. And um, and so at some point he's just like, hey, you know, through conversation. How do you like, get all this money? Well, he's just, uh, actually, the masseuse says to my buddy, quote unquote, Stan, um, that he's just like, hey, man, um... Throwing something out there, got this phone call. If you want to make some extra money, or was it for money? Maybe it wasn't even for money. Anyway, but he was just Do like, "You want two bottles of Corvassier?" He's like, "Why?" <laughs> I got a friend. She's a dominatrix, and uh, she oh, gets, well, that's already cool. She, yeah, yeah, she. Yeah, it's like, uh, and uh, her client likes an audience, and so oh, you know, uh, that's weird. Yeah, so if you'd like, there's no touching involved, no nudity. You just have to sit in a chair in the room while she does her they're, thing. They're voyeurs, yeah. They and, want people to watch. Yeah, so he kind of, he was like, oh, all right, all right, I think I'll do that, you know? So he gets there, and he sits down, um, and I forget, I think he said it was like, you know, it's a small room. He was thinking, like, maybe behind a sheet of glass or something. Right. Uh, but no, no. And so uh, he So said, it was in, like, a fucking closet. Yeah, it was like a, a hotel room or something in Orlando. How many and hotel beds have we slept in that is just literally uh, covered with a thin layer of jism? Probably all of them. Probably all of them. So he gets in there, and there's yeah. this like 80-year-old man tied to a rack. Country? Uh, no, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, so, you know, just butt-ass naked, you know, and this woman's just tearing into him, just whooping him and stuff, and... Um, and so they're looking, and it's just like, oh, geez. And, like, you know, she's, like, whipping his balls specifically, and, like, with or like with a paddle and shit like that. And I don't get that. Yeah, I don't either. I don't get so it. Do what you do, though. Please. So then she gets this clamp, right? Like, you like know. Like vice grip situations? Like, yeah, like, you know, twist to tighten. Oh, oh, like a, yes. Yeah, like, like a clamp. Like a table like kind a of deal? Clamp, yeah, 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 with wood. Uh, oh, yeah, literally. Yeah, literally. Petrified. Yeah. So she takes his old man balls and pulls them through... The clamp, and oh, then no. starts to tighten, and tighten. Does she t- cut and them tighten. off? Tighten. 
when so uh so everyone's just kind of like grimacing like jesus christ and um i mean you got to figure it's almost probably like an octopus you know texture <laughs> kind of situation they can get through a lot of tiny little holes Ugh. so uh finally gets to a point and she kind of has this look in her face just like Huh. I just busted a nut. Well, she did. <laughs> hmm. And so she kind of looks at people, looks down, and she starts un, you know, loosening it back up. So they start filling up with blood. Some of the skin from his scrotum had been caught in the threading of the clamp. Oh no! So she's... Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! No! 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 So she's loosening it while trying to free the skin from the threading. While while freeing the the uh, what looks to be the retarded child of a flying squirrel and a piece of bubble gum. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much and so yeah she works it out and all of a sudden phew, blood squirts out and it was just see this <laughs> this is the issue okay women if you have a male gynecologist it is in my opinion you are molested every time that you go in god burn them i am sorry to say that i just think when somebody devotes that much time to something and it's all about vaginas maybe that was their intent the whole time i know he's high-fiving his little devil conscience and his little angel conscience am i saying that right <laughs> always let your conscience be your guide see so they're high-fiving inside while he's finger-banging you, and you're just looking up at the sky, looking at the fan go around. You know, when I got my scrotal ultrasound, which was one of the greatest experiences of my life, they had a little dolphin-scape with reefs and starfish and all kinds of things, you know, replacing the tile above where uh. I had to look up in horror, you know, while they had a three-foot paper towel over my dick balls and, and lower body, and she was spraying ice-cold uh, gel on it and and doing a a ultrasound as if there was uh, a fetus in my nutsack, which I guess technically there's billions of them, but <laughs> I mean like a like a real one, you know, like a big one. So but, <laughs> finish that story. How so? How was what what happened with your balls there? Uh, they thought there was a little issue, which well, turns out there is not, and that motherfucker was a liar, and they just tried to get me to have, like, surgery and procedures for no fucking reason, because I went and had a second opinion, and they were like, no, you're good. Did they do an ultrasound, too? No. Did, they look, the, the med- they share your medical records. Uh, okay. I don't need to do another one if I already have What's one. the process like? Like, do, what, what? They literally, I, she was like, put your, she says, okay, Rob, I know this is going to be a little embarrassing. I'm going to need you to pull your pants down around your ankles with your boxers, too. Uh, go ahead and put the paper towel over you so, you know, nobody will see you. Your wife will be here holding your hand, so it'll be okay. Then I want you to take your penis and pull it up towards your chest and get it out of the way so I can do the ultrasound on your testicles. And I was like, oh, my God, this is like, I was like crying, laughing, like embarrassed. <laughs> you, know, you know that shit where it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is fucking uh. happening. And my wife is just dying just laughing hysterically at me because i got i got my balls i mean literally she she had a bottle that was probably i'd say like a 24 ounce bottle okay Uh if i'm if i'm guessing you know because it was bigger than this Uh that i have in my hand which is 16 it was bigger than that and she literally i mean she gi joe kung fu gripped it as if you know i was raping her and she was grabbing my dick like with authority Uh and she just i mean it was like it was like an olympic swimming pool of of gel all over my balls Uh penis table legs and she's just rubbing them around (laughs) laughing at me it was seriously 
if I wasn't such a good sport about things and like not give a fuck as much as I do, uh-huh. I mean, I could really see how that could have broken somebody. <laughs> like, I mean, just, I mean, I, it was so devastating. I laughed. Like, I was like, 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 was it good for you? <laughs> I've had better. I've had better. Like, that's what I kept saying in my mind. I was like, I can't believe this is fucking happening. That was fucking retarded. Oh, my God. And so they just shoved this device into your No, mouth. literally. You have a child. You saw your wife get an well, ultrasound. Yeah, but they just rub over a nice, smooth, firm Right. Well, stomach. pretend my big pregnant belly is two little tiny ones the size of, like, walnuts. <laughs> you know? Same gun. They just, yeah. you know, you got to be a little more... Around. You got to be a little more ginger with the ginger, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Salt peanuts. Salt peanuts. Sorry, I'm getting a little little flow going, you know. That's okay, man. Uh, let's take this flow break to to do this ad copy here. Ooh, can I read some? You want to read it? Yeah. Yeah, it's a Meat Man one. Um, Jewel Trade. Read you a point, and then I'll read. I okay. want to be. I want to be a part. Okay, sounds good. Here, why don't you? Uh, why don't you take the first? That and that. The Meat Man is the web's number one shop for USDA prime steaks, exotic meats, and more delivered straight to your front door. You can buy rare, world-class items like genuine Japanese imported Kobe beef or Berkshire pork along with wild game meats like bison, kangaroo, ostrich, and others. If you're feeling adventurous, try some reptile, an eastern diamondback rattlesnake, or a Florida alligator. Every once in a while, you can even find lion steaks or black bear ribs available in our web store. The Meat Man is truly one-of-a-kind experience, and I feel the superior way to buy your meats and find anything rare or wild that you're hunting for. It's also a great gift for holidays or a birthday. We have gift cards and Meat Man t-shirts available for you, so get them, motherfucker! (laughs) (laughs) Yep, all orders are shipped FedEx and reusable styrofoam cooler with plenty of dry ice to keep your meat cool, so it's ready to eat when it lands on your doorstep, be it solo dining or a cookout with friends and family. Our customer satisfaction rate is through the roof. Everybody's talking about the meat man. El hombre del carne. <laughs> That's for our Spanish-speaking friends. Yeah. If you're an avid griller, a personal chef, a foodie, or just want to try the best of what's out there, then the meat man is as indispensable as a kitchen or a chef's knife or a whisk. Fucked it up again. Well, we need all of those things in the kitchen. That's true. I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? The Meat Man currently only ships within the good old U.S. of A., but keep hoping and grilling, and who knows what the future will hold. Meatmanstakes.com. Eat wild. And and really wild, like duck vaginas, like they got in Singapore. You know how you dominate a motherfucking species? You get their vaginas in a jar, and you eat them. Because <laughs> that's some real shit right there. Is that Do an you- actual snack? Absolutely. Tongues, too. They have a j- big jar of like barbecue tongues. tongues yeah. Vaginas. Interesting. They literally have jars of duck vaginas not the meat man <laughs> but you could i you know they got this uh weird thing they call them kangaroo pouches i was like fuck kangaroo pouches but it's just like that makes a, me feel bad now no, they're, they're pot stickers with kangaroo meat in them so it's not actually i don't pouches. like that that that's terrible that makes me think like i'm crushing Rue's fetus you know every time <laughs> i'm eating these things that makes me feel sad yeah I, i'm not sure how that name is working for the sales. I don't know if that's right. It's like, hey, we got like whale cute. sausage. It's Moby's dick, and you know, like, come on, man, you can't name it that. It's <laughs> yeah. not cool. No one's gonna buy that. Nobody's gonna buy that shit. Did you see that fucking kangaroo over uh, that was kind of giving this little neighborhood over in Australia a little bit of a hard time? No. Uh, I think they gave it a name because it had been around so long. But this motherfucker was—I don't know if you can pull it up real quick to get a picture—but it, this motherfucker was like six four, uh-huh. about two ten. 
and they literally got the thing standing there, uh-huh. like flexing. It makes fucking Lou Ferrigno look like a bitch. No, they're they're just all muscle. Those things rugged, are, yeah, giant red rugged kangaroo. And if they get back on that tail to to kick you, man, you're, you're man. Gross. This ain't no Muay Thai shit. I put boxing gloves on your hands. I didn't put no shit on your feet. <laughs> that ain't fair. Hey, I need a tail. And if I get a tail, mine's gonna be prehensile, so I can climb up trees with that shit like a fucking marsupial, my man. Well, speaking of fights, there's all been some fights in the news I want to talk about. Oh wait, we gotta do this day in history, so we don't Oh yes. Yeah. Today was a very fine day. <laughs> okay, in eighteen fifty nine, the Man. French acrobat Charles Blondin Blondin Blondin. Man, you know Charles how I know Blondin. you got you had blow in your name. <laughs> AKA Jean Francois Gravelitz. Wow. Walked across Niagara Falls on a tightrope. You know, I, that, that, I'm sorry, Nick Walunda, that shit don't impress me much. Who do you think you're Brad Pitt? I don't give a fuck. Okay? <laughs> Thanks, it's not good. It's, that's something that like, I feel like with 20 days of training, I, I could do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not it. special to me. Like, shit on, like, any skateboarder kid in a competition is more impressive to me than that. Yeah. You know what I mean? To make that little board flip around and they can land on it and right. keep going. That's fucking insane. The heights is the heights uh, the height and balance. Like that's a hell of a lot of balance, but like especially like all of like that's a, up that's there, a mind you know? over matter thing. It is that's it a is. perspective I'm thing. A, I got a height issue. I'm afraid of some heights. See, I I don't think that I am. I uh I'm not like when I'm climbing a tree or like in an well, airplane. That's like forty feet. Well the airplane I don't like sitting on the fucking window on an airplane. I always sit on the window. Oh, like no, that I love. I love being in airplanes and I'm, stuff. I might I am running about a forty 45% chance of getting sick on that motherfucker. Uh, Get me the fuck out of the way. Right. What, do you want me spraying the whole half of the back of the airplane with puke? You know, and make make 80 other pedestrians puke? I don't think you want that either. Allow me the opportunity to get my shit out of the way and take care of it so I don't fuck up everybody else's shit. Right, I right. don't like doing that. I like taking preventative measures against me because I know that they could happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though I'm retarded to a point, I like to think that I'm smart enough to know I'm retarded and take measures to not allow the retarded monster's head to come out. You to- protect the world from the monster inside of you. <laughs> we are defenders of the universe. <laughs> um, but now, like, that's weird. Like I don't. I was on top of the Skyway Bridge, like on the span, you know, before. Oh, did you get cast. to go up to the top? Yeah, like the top of the tower. Yeah, yeah. 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 See, and that would be cool. I don't think I would have a problem with that. It was terrifying, uh, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Like it was. Is that because you were nose to nose in the elevator going up? Oh, you everybody. I heard the story about. I heard it was like. It's literally big, when they say face to face like our noses are touching like, it wasn't that bad but like it in the elevator doesn't go all the way to the top some you have people's to, noses are back out their noses well you got to climb a ladder the last like i don't know see 10 that feet i don't really i don't really it's like inside that. it's inside the yeah, tower that's what but, she said it's, eh. it's inside but like that was scary but i think with all the water around it made it not as bad but like on a lighthouse like i've, I, I've found like on a lighthouse or something that i've been like kind of close to the wall or I'm like I'm going to go ahead and stand back here a See, little bit. See, I feel like that would be okay because lighthouses especially in like modern ones are are totally like steel. No, I you know what safe. I mean? Like there is zero chance that motherfucker is going anywhere. My thing is just like what if I Like that bridge could fucking fall. It did when a boat hit it right. in 1980. I mean, well, there's my, plausible deniability with that. My uncle was telling me a story where an engineer got straight blown off of the top of this thing cuz it's got safety rails that are about knee high, so mm-hmm. just high enough to trip you 
But he went up. Trip you, right? Yeah. You, mean, you mean make you fucking uh, yeah. Oscar Pistorius. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so he said he was up there with a bunch of people. And all of a sudden they turned around and they were just like, you know, where, where'd Bill go? Where's Bill? And it was just a gust of wind took him. And no shit, I didn't man. know that before I went up. I found that out after. See, I've never gotten out of my car on the top of the bridge. I've been stopped at the top of the bridge in traffic, but I've never gotten out. Yeah. Um, but I can, I have in, uh, it sucks in smaller vehicles because they're just not heavy enough. And yeah. then I've actually had to go over that motherfucker in a bread truck one yeah, time. Yeah, you get blown around. To blown around is not even the word. And it happened to me actually on, on my route in Clearwater as well, going to, over that bridge. Pulling the wheel as hard as I could go to the left against the wind all the way in the other lane to the left. Not the two lanes, but the other like emergency lane. And a gust came and blew me completely over to the other emergency lane to where I would have hit the wall if I wasn't all the way over. Wow. I mean, it shot me over 20 feet like it wasn't anything in wow. a 20-foot box truck. Yeah, so this is uh, <laughs> then higher up than that. Right. And, yeah. Well, them people that did the, uh, the the rope swing situation, do you remember when that happened? No. Did you hear about that? What's that? It was like this fucking goofy-ass stunt team, and they did some shit. It was in like 1991, because you can see everybody's fucking members-only jacket and all that <laughs> stupid shit they're wearing. But there's like five of them, and they basically go, and they hook all these fucking cables up to the, to the bridge, and then they have somebody literally drive them up to the top of the bridge, and they have like, you know, those little children's swings where they put the rope in the middle, no. and there's just like the little thing for you to sit on. Okay. There was like five of them. So five of them just went... Woo! And jumped off the side of the skyway. The fucking thing went down whoosh, like a pendulum, hit the full force, and got that full G right when it went past that half. Right when it went to probably, I don't know, what is that, a uh, hundred degrees? Okay. And and it failed. Yeah, imagine that. And the fucking the place where they had it locked together, where it was bolted, screwed, welded, blah, it failed. And <laughs> all five of them went flying off into the water, which. From that height, makes the water like concrete. Yeah. So now they're doing about 75 miles an hour on a, on an upswing. So they actually got thrown out. Two of them broke their fucking necks. Luckily, there was people in boats that were, like, scooping them up out of the water. Like, you see the one guy, and, I mean, it, he, he looks fucking catatonic. He looks yeah. like he's never going to walk again. Did, I mean, did they live? They all lived. They got fined and were arrested they, and everything. Were they at the highest point of the bridge or were they lower? Uh, pretty much. Yeah, they were. They were upper. Uh, wow, they're all. Know. That's extremely lucky for all of them to survive. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know, they. Uh, I know they don't put in the paper every time somebody dies because it's like six a month. I heard. Uh, I heard it's a lot. So the the DOT told me it's basically uh, one a week, if not like one and a quarter a week. Right. So five, six a month. Yeah. Okay. I've probably read about it happening in the paper maybe 10 times in my 32 years here. Now, granted, I didn't read when I was an infant. Fucking right. cunts. Don't, over, don't overanalyze it. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I have heard about a couple people living, and specifically a woman where she jumped off and hit feet first, and it tore her right up Ooh. vagina to the tits. Ooh. Like ripped her, <laughs> split her right open. Wow. Fit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that sounds awful. It does sound awful. I mean, you, you, you shot water. So hard and fast up your vagina that it cuts you open. I mean, that's fucking crazy, bro. Safety lesson, ladies. Don't do it. Dumb bitch. Take some pills. Don't don't jump off a bridge. That's the worst thing you can do. What if we wanted to have an open casket? Thanks. Yeah. Thanks uh, for being more selfish. Well, Just back kidding. to this day in history. Um, in 1921, President uh, Harding appointed former president. Yep, Warren G. Regulators. Uh, appointed uh, former President William H. Taft to Chief Justice of the United States. Still to date, the largest president at 312 pounds. 
Yeah, and in our, got stuck in the tub. And in today's culture, there's no way there's going to be a fatter one that wins. Well, you got to look at it like this. I, I mean, mean, Christie's running, but well, that guy. Did you see that guy in the fucking baseball pants at the fucking game? <laughs> well, I oh my that. god! Like I don't know what in the fuck he was thinking. Like he literally must have drank a whole twelve pack of like you know Bud Light limes by himself, and. Got his old uniform from, you know, uh, remedials at college, and he somehow squeezed his fat ass into this. Oh, my God. And, I mean, you want to talk about a moose-knuckle vagina-looking situation? I mean, you just took everything that was there and just mashed it into those tights. Oh, God. And then you pulled them all the way up, so it's just... I mean, you can clearly see the the cut. Yeah, I mean, you are the Michelin Man personified. And... You know, I mean, you're not Puerto Rican. You're not supposed to flaunt it like that. I mean, this is ridiculous. Ain't got that booty. But what I'm saying about Taft, though, is you got to consider like 312 pounds uh, at that time. I mean, until 1977, 78, there was one guy in the NFL over 300 pounds. Right. So now, if your line does an average 325, yeah, it's gonna suck. It's gonna suck. So I mean. You know, it's I would I would look at it almost like a money situation. Like how much you know a hundred dollars was back then. That was a lot of money. That hundred dollars now would be like, you know, twenty thousand dollars. I just think the way that people like you know stupid people say like I vote for the guy I want to have a beer with or something like that. Like they might be like I don't want him to be president. He's fat. You know, like I don't want my president to be a fat ass. I'm a personal trainer and I eat celery and radishes every day for my lunch. And I just don't agree with this man that eats McDonald's and Buffett's. All the time, I don't appreciate it. <laughs> well, speaking of leaders of sorts, in 1934, Adolf Hitler secured his position in the Nazi Party by this fucking a, guy by a blood purge, ridding the party of other leaders such as Ernst Röhm, Röhm, and Kurt von Schleicher. Röhm and Schleicher. Yeah. So I, I imagine the, I imagine the blood purge wasn't a. Uh, Diplomatic. Thing. I mean, is that kind of like when uh, we have like man periods and we sword fight with our bloody dicks and it gets all over all of us and that's like our blood pack kind of thing? I'm pretty sure that's exactly what happened. I knew it. Yeah. Almost yeah. like that shit from what? What was that movie with Wesley Snipes? Blade. No. They're all in the fucking club, getting their dance on, and then it's like raining blood. It's like that kind of shit, but without you know fancy yeah. electronic equipment or vampires and more penises. No, there's vamp- there was vampires in the 30s. Okay. <laughs> Just maybe not ones that, you know, turned into bats and, you know, but but I'm sure there was, uh, you know, very very vampish folk, if you will. If, uh, uh, what? Vlad Dragula? Yeah. If you will not. That's from like the 1500s. So I'm just saying. All right. Fair enough. You Vampires like existed. <laughs> Dragula. Very nice. Very nice. Vlad. Well, also in the 30s, 1936, uh, Gone with the Wind was published. You know, I don't like books, so. That's a long one. Well, guess who is never, ever, ever, ever gonna read it? Ever, 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 ever gonna read it? I know it's uh, it's a book. It's got lots of famous people in it. Well, uh, the like movie the movie has the, famous people in it. Well, obviously, there's not characters in the in the letters running around on the paper, my friend. Well, I'm just what do saying. you think this is? Well, a book could have famous people in it if it had like you know Robert E. Lee and and like. <sighs> Okay. <laughs> you win. You always do. Staring contest right now, me and you. You win. You always do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but the uh, the author uh, Margaret Mitchell apparently she was forced to quit her job as a reporter at the Atlanta Journal to recover from a series of uh, physical injuries, and she wrote it like that was her first novel, and it's you know a classic. Um, are you know. Sometimes, though, that's unfortunate, especially for people that write. You know, I, I almost feel uh, I almost feel bad for certain people like that. Where, like, like let's say even a Hunter S. Thompson, mm-hmm. like his greatest work was like his first major thing, and he spent his whole life chasing it. You know what I mean? Like, I saw that Rum Diaries movie. That fucking sucked a dick. I think I saw it too. It sucked. I think, bro. but the, but the book I hear was really good. I think Angie loves that book. What you not understand about I don't be reading. That shit don't <laughs> exist in my world. I don't be going to no bibliotecas in this hole. You know what I'm screaming? <laughs> yeah, that's Spanish for library if you didn't know for all of my bilingual friends. I'm just thinking that the authors probably hold up uh, how the book did better than the critical acceptance of their uh, the adaptation. Okay, well, I've been able to read words off of the paper since I was like, Let's say four. Liar. Okay. Sixteen. No, no my my mom. I was like talking, doing syllables and stuff at like nine months. Okay. And I could swim. I'm like a really smart kid. I don't know what happened, but uh, what the fuck was I saying? Again? I lost it again. Fuck. Uh, something about being able to read. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> oh. So if I take that whole time of me being able to read, it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't give a fuck about. It. Anything that was written before, <laughs> like, 1988. If it nice. was written before 1988, I don't give a fuck. Dear God. If, if the motherfucker that wrote it is dead and can't be a participant in the making of the movie, I don't want to see it. It's dead to me. I don't want to know. Well, apparently, uh, Margaret Mitchell did not uh, take part in the film adaptation of the book, which happened three years after the book came out in 1939. Uh, and tragically, she died just ten years after... The movie came out. Karma's a bitch. You should have been a part, you stupid asshole. See? No, I don't think she refused to be a part. You I think. could have been rich. She, well, she was struck by a speeding car. See? That's a motherfucking karma. While, while crossing one of Atlanta's peach tree streets. I don't know. Don't you know I had got in the back of the barn and got in some of them fermented peaches? You know what I'm saying? We got fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know in Atlanta they have like Peachtree Street, Avenue uh, Drive, uh, Boulevard. I mean, everything's Peachtree. I, I recall the uh, many a peach. Um, Growing on trees? On the trees. and No, just everywhere in general. There was just lots peach. of pictures of peaches and stuff. I really like the varsity though. Yeah. I love the story too. Fuck you, Georgia Tech. Fuck you and your stupid ass. Oh, you better watch out. You don't know? You don't what, know about it? What's the story? What's the story? So I can't, I don't know the guy's name specifically, but the guy, I guess, uh, was going to Georgia Tech. Uh, something happened. No. He was asked to leave the school. You can't go here anymore. Okay. And he liked it so much. He's like, you know what? You, you say I can't be here? Fuck you. I'm going to Georgia? No. Getting that candy cane type situation? I'm going to build a big ass restaurant right in the middle of your shit. And and I'm going to claim that I love Georgia, not Georgia Tech. So eat a, eat a bag of no Mark Garcia Paris dicks and eat a bag of fucking Jay Payton's dicks and eat a bag of fucking Mark Teixeira's dicks. Well, I know we got some Georgia Tech listeners, so we'll see. Uh, somebody needs to uh, tell me if that story is true or not. Uh, I, uh, it is absolutely cross my heart, hope to die, stick a little needle right in my goddamn eye, and I'm not talking about that dick, motherfucker. <laughs> So my source is reliable. You know her. <laughs> to hell with Georgia. You know you know my source. All right. 
Um, so questioning me is like directly questioning the king or queen in this situation. Uh, All right, we got two more quick ones here. Um, That's what she said. Yeah. 1971, the 26th Amendment, uh, which lowered the voting age to 18, was ratified. I already lost interest when you said 26th Amendment. It made it so you could vote at 18 instead of 21. You should be 21 to vote. I don't want to give some child the fucking right to fucking... Do that that makes decisions for my adult life. Okay, if you're 18... It's got to be separated. If I know, if, I can't disagree with this. If actually. you're 18, you graduate high school, you go to the military, you protect this country... You can take your ass to any goddamn bar. You go to any fucking boater deal. You earned it, motherfucker. Yeah. Some some pimply faced fucking child with glasses playing D and D after fucking school till he's fucking, you know, twenty years old. Uh, no, motherfucker. You can't decide what color twelve sided die you want to buy. Why should you be able to decide whether I want to smoke weed or have guns or? <coughs> I would I would be fine with the voting age going up going up to twenty eight. <laughs> it should be a test like everything else and you should have to keep passing it you know what I mean like I don't know how much it it you know relates to it but like the term limit thing like you shouldn't be able to be in a position where you make decisions for people and their lives for more than maybe like four or I guess maybe eight years like the president I think right. I, I just think that's that's even like maybe too much. Yeah, I think all the Congress people, all congressmen, senators, you know, it, everybody in Congress needs a term limit. It's just, it's got it. There's got to be room for change. I mean, not yeah. everybody feels the way that you do, you know. It's, yeah. I mean, it's just, and at some point, it's just same old shit. Like, you're not doing anything. You're just like perpetuating your job as a congressman, you know? Right. But I mean, uh, what, what was the 26th Amendment? Tell me what that was again. That was voting age down voting to 18. Voting age. Okay. So, so yeah, I mean, it's like a driver's license. I mean, I can't just give you keys and give you a car and say, have at it, buddy. Right. Have a good time. Be safe. Don't hit too many people. You know, uh, I mean, that's at some point, I, I know that's the way that it was and people made it work, you know, but, but you have to take that test. You have to prove to me, like you should have to take a test. to have children. You can, you can, <laughs> I can't just put my fucking dick in somebody nut and then make child, and then there be not only there be no repercussion, but I will shower you with gifts of manna from the heavens, i.e., groceries from uh. a store. But you know, it's you don't get to fucking do that, and I shouldn't be the motherfucker to say it. But fuck you, man. Have some fucking personal responsibility. Be a fucking grown up. Right. Wipe your ass. Fucking clean your shit up. Pick the fucking garbage up. When there's a fucking garbage can, don't throw the fucking cup a foot from the garbage can. Put it in a fucking garbage can. Yeah. You cunt motherfucker. And I know you motherfuckers know who did it. I know you know. You know when you did it. Okay? Feel fucking bad. Okay? Motherfucker, somebody saw you, you besides still, me. Are you still talking to your fictitious children? Who are you talking to right now? I'm talking now? to everybody listening. Okay. You know, hey, hey, hey. I know there's people that threw that piece of paper and saw it rim around and right, fall and out, out and didn't go back and pick it up. Uh -huh. You know? Hey, fuck you a little bit. Just <laughs> No, it's true. It's just, uh... just personal. Res if everybody had just a little bit of personal responsibility, yeah. like even if you have to kind of like force them into it, like like Aldi with the carts. Oh. <laughs> like, hey, do you want a cart? It's gonna be a quarter. Yeah. By the way, when you're done using the court, the, the the cart. If you want your quarterback, you got to come put it back. Yeah. Son of a bitch, you knew my minimum Jew requirement to, to walk and take the cart back. If it was a nickel, you know how many carts would be on that parking lot? Yeah, but a quarter. A shitload of nickels. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'm taking it back for a quarter, though. You know what I'm saying? I do. So they 
cheated the system and made me have personal responsibility even when I didn't want to. And I like that. That's great. Because like I said, sometimes I have to force it upon myself because I know how, what I'm going to do. You know, and I know I wouldn't take cart back. Right. But if you're going to give me a quarterback, quarterback, I'll take it back every fucking time. So, you know, it, it, everything's a learned behavior, right? Yeah. Like a habit. Yeah, yeah sure. It's, it's a learned behavior. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's free thought and free thinking. But, you know, if, if you like smoking cigars like you do, it's because you've had a cigar in your hand a lot and you enjoy the flavor. It's, it's you know, if I teach you that, hey, it's a good idea to take the cart back every time. It's a, it's a good idea to... What absolutely, literally, I swear to God, on my grandfather's grave, wanted, made me want to take the life from people is when I was putting bread up on the shelf. Okay. John Q. Person would walk up, take the bread that I had just, just put on the shelf. Okay. Take it off the shelf in front of me. Okay. In front of me. I can see this. They can see the trays of bread. Right. It's very plain. To see that I'm the one putting the bread up. Take it. Analyze it. Give it a little Sandusky. Okay. <laughs> Feel it a little bit. Read it as if something new was going to happen. Uh. Let's be honest. I mean, if the bread changed, it's another fucking flavor. And it's in a different bag down the fucking way. Okay. okay? You're, most of these people were probably in their late 40s, 50s, maybe even 60. Okay. So let's say you're 48 years old. You've literally been taking care of yourself for 30 years. And... You don't know what you want. Maybe they're looking for a new bread that has more fuck wheat you. and grain. Fuck you. Life <laughs> is short. Get the fuck out of here. Get your fucking bread. Eat it. Be so, happy and, and go. Get the fuck so out. So what? So after they're done molesting it, they put it back somewhere else? They, no, they put it back upside down and backwards in front of me. <laughs> like, I can't tell you how many times, like, the greatest joy of my life was grabbing the bread as their hand was still touching it. Taking it out, flipping it around, tucking it, and putting it back correctly. Like, <laughs> like stern, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, really emphasizing it. Dude, I mean, that's just kind of like, you know, I, I hate using my fucking horn on my truck. But yeah. when something is so egregious that it's just like, motherfucker, who are you? You, you can't do that. Right. I'll give it a honk. That's, that's like, you know, touching a hot stove. That's a, that's a lesson learner. So... If I don't do that and I just let you gallivant through life doing whatever it is the fuck that you want and, and letting you believe in your mind that you're special and everybody else should fucking bow and cower to right. you because your shit doesn't stink like everybody else's. You'll you know, just be more obnoxious. I, you know what? I just, I feel the personal responsibility to bring you back to earth and pop that little fucking noggin you got and looking like fucking Mr. Mackey. Okay. I had to do that with, with one of my wife's friends and, and it caused a lot of shit for me, but I, I still don't, I, I'm, I'm sorry the way that the situation turned out, but I'm not sorry for what I said because it was absolutely true. Word, and I think we covered that. Uh, don't tell people about relationships when you're, you're shit at relationships. I'm not going to tell you about being black because I'm not black. You're okay? not? I have tendencies, but uh, believe it or not, I am not of the African-American descent. This is shocking. I am not Rob Dozal. Okay. What? The lady from Spokane, you don't recall? Oh, 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 right, Rachel right, right, Dozal, right. the white girl that, yeah. that looks like fucking, uh, you know, uh, what does she look like? She looks like T-Boz and like Raven Simone had like a love child. I was thinking she looked like a fly girl. And in but she color. looks like a mongoloid ugly bitch in her picture from the 70s. She <laughs> is the ugliest bitch. She's got big old mongoloid teeth. She looks like a skinny AIDSy Shrek with like fleshy skin tone instead of green. 
Like, she's hideous. She's a hideous person. I can't believe she made it to even be black. <laughs> well, I mean, she only made it there a short while. You, you know what? Honestly, all in all, I really don't have a problem with it. I think it's kind of actually kind of ballsy. That's pretty cool. You should be an actor. Like, you, you know what I mean? Want that watermelon? Those greens? Fucking Robert Downey Jr. from Tropic yeah, Thunder? Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, it was kind of like that shit. But when I heard that this bitch literally questioned some girl's Hispanicness, She's like, I don't think you're ethnic enough. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. What? <laughs> so what are you, a Republican girl. senator molesting boys and making rules for the church? I mean, this is crazy. <laughs> you don't get to do that. See, that's called, that's called, you went too far. Mm. You know, we got a scam going and we can scam a dollar every time we do it. We could take 10, but if we take 10, we get caught. But if we take a dollar every time, we can have this train going on forever. Okay. So that's like. It's, it's, it's a greed situation. You know, you, you can get away with a certain amount and you can be happy within your means or you could let that little devil creep up, which for stupid people happens a lot. And, you know, then you're going to take 10 and then you're going to get caught. <laughs> That's what happens, bro. You, you, you see it all and you just, you can't help but take it. Well, you, know, you got your hand in the cookie jar. Yeah, she tried. She done got caught. All right, last thing. The hair looks great, though. It really looks black. <laughs> what you, yeah, the, the braids with the beads and all that. Yeah, very, very kinky. If you Peasy, almost. I think, <laughs> I think she had to go with the, the braids more often to not be given away by her, like, flat blonde hair. Carpet <laughs> matches drapes. <laughs> what, braided? With beads? No, I think she's probably got a hardwood floor situation. Mahogany, of course. <laughs> All right, in 1998, the remains of a Vietnam War serviceman buried in the tomb of the unknown soldier... Our soldiers uh, was identified as those of Air Force pilot Michael J. Blassie. So the unknown soldier, at least the ashes that were in the tomb of the unknown soldiers, uh, was identified. That's totally amazing how they can uh, go back and do things like that. I mean, it's incredible when you think about it. From even in our lifetime, like fingerprints and DNA yeah. and you know cameras and like we can look back on your phone record you called this number at this time you right. bought this at walmart here you are on camera i mean like literally hey people hey uh if somebody in your life's pissed you off and you want to kill him don't do it you're gonna get caught right he's a hit he's not a hitman he's a police officer what was the guy ed graziano okay i want you to kill my wife i will give you two thousand dollars and an $18 West Shore gift card. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and he got caught, man. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's never going to work out, man. It's, it's just not going to happen. The amazing power of DNA. But yeah, I mean, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, to me, that's fucking incredible. Like, literally, it's like, uh, you know what? We got one of your, we got one of your pubes here. We know you were here. Sweet. <laughs> so what were you doing? Were you raping her in here or were you just jacking off to the newspaper? What were you doing? We know we know what you did, Mister Mister Kraft. Hey, hey, now, hey, now, I won't know when you save yourself the embarrassment and turn yourself in now. I Spread did. your cheeks and lift your sack. <laughs> well, I didn't know we were going out on a date. Oh well, touching me, touching you, sweet right. Caroline. All right, we're gonna do just uh, just a couple of news things, and then I think we're gonna move on. Um, here's a nice Florida one that I grabbed. Florida's so shitty on paper. Fight over gumbo spices leads to fatal stabbing in Florida. Bitch, I told you don't touch my shit. So it says... I'll uh, learn you. 
You're going to learn today. Oh, here's the nice twist. So police say a fight over gumbo spices ended with the fatal stabbing of a Florida restaurant worker and former Florida State mascot. Uh, that guy is kind of a dick. <laughs> you're white, and you're parading around like an Indian. Why can't we have a real Seminole tribesman? Why do we got to have some honky-ass crap? Why, why do we got to have fucking Bruce Jenner in fucking makeup? Oh, wait. I'm just saying, that's what the guy kind of looks like. He ain't, he ain't fucking Native American. Well, uh, Panama City police say 33-year-old Caleb Joshua Halley was working at uh, Buddy Seafood Market last Tuesday when Sounds he incredible. and a co-worker, 26-year-old Orlando Thompson, began arguing about how much spice to add to the restaurant's gumbo. Uh, authorities say that Thompson slashed uh, Halley Holly, uh, across the torso and that Holly died last Thursday. Thompson is being oh, charged with manslaughter. Yeah, he's he's dead. See, using a knife is pussy. And uh, that dude, the the dead guy, uh, was the uh, mascot Chief Osceola from 2004 to 2007. So wait, what was dude's name? Hector uh, Orlando. Uh, what did I say it was? Uh, you said Orlando Caleb, Blue and Nipple. Yeah, Caleb Joshua Holly and Orlando Thompson. Yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, I guess this last one, since I know you're a fan of the scratch-off tickets. Uh, winner, winner. Dubuque man wins two big lottery prizes in one day. But this is why I like it. So, Cunty. What a dick. So, he won a $930 ticket. Oh, okay. That's just... That's hooker coke tight. And then, um, let's see. Uh, Ken Broadwell, 75, won two cash prizes from the Iowa Lottery on Tuesday. With the second one being $100,000, according to the press release. So, no. so that means you're going to get about 36. So he says, now I can buy my real estate up at the cemetery and a headstone. So he's using his money to buy his plot and his headstone. Dude, absolutely not. He says he's getting a new car, too, but... A hearse? What, what are you going to get, buddy? I mean, come on, man. Yeah, he's just like, I won $100,000. I'm getting that plot. Motherfucker, you better hope I love you if you are my child. If you were shitty to me, I'm literally going to piss this money away in front of your face. And, you know, I'm going to go ahead and... uh Send an Amscot little deal for my own funeral so you don't have to worry about paying for it because I pissed through all the inheritance. Right. Sorry, I was getting ass in a fucking hot tub like uh, Ben Franklin in Paris. I'm just saying, at 80 years old, rugged. Ben Franklin was the man. He didn't need no Valtrex. He just needed hookers from France, bro. There's penis. The penis mightier. Strange builds confidence. There's a lot that can be solved with hookers Monsieur from Franklin, may I see your penis? You know? <laughs> I mean, tell that doesn't make your, your deal like three quarters his right now. <laughs> Fucking, uh... See, your smile says a thousand words. Yeah, man. French hookers. You gotta love them. Je suis la jeune fille, Mr. Kraft. Would you like me to? Is just to let your penis? Well, I think, um... I think at this point, um... I want to move to something that's been going on with with our crew. It's uh, not not happy new, uh, news, so you know pretty, pretty much, much sucks. So end here, unless you're ready to get to the sad. But we uh, we lost a good friend named Morgan. Um, my computer beeped when I. That's so. crazy. He's <laughs> he's in the computer, man. Right when you said his name, it beeped. Consciousness is in the internet. We downloaded it, man. I knew he had you, bro. Beep twice if you're in Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> you're in Milwaukee. <laughs> Uh, but I, I wanted to. Uh, I'm gonna read something real quick, and then I don't know. I thought we just. Oh, I got talk. I got a couple memories. Yeah, man. I got some sure. good memories for sure. Um, so this is a little long rambling, but uh, 
I met Morgan in eighth grade. We were both at the new school and we're figuring out the landscape. Uh, Morgan was quiet and somewhat shy, and anyone that knew him later in life would find that ridiculous because Morgan was very outgoing. He was, yes. Yeah. I don't really uh, remember how we started hanging out other than we sat at the same lunch table. It was uh, Chris, Ted, Morgan, and uh, Matt Gilbert was there briefly, and me. Uh, Morgan left the following year, and sometime between the beginning of ninth grade and the beginning of 10th grade, he reemerged as Morgan the Punk God. Yeah, he loved music, and uh, punks loved him, especially punk rock girls. And uh, when I they love that dick, yeah, well, when I met him originally, um, you know, he he wore like a tie to uh, to picture day and stuff like that, and he was quiet, so you know, ladies weren't lining up. I don't know what this tie looked like per se, but I bet you it was one of those like little like fuck you ties. Like I'm no. wearing a tie, but. No, Fuck it was you. just a, a straight normal tie. Oh, like, really? Yeah, like he. It, oh, he wasn't a dick like me and Chris or that <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, he was real straight lace, but uh, but yeah. Then suddenly, all all every punk rock chick on the planet just just loved him, you know. And so uh, the years passed with uh, boozing, pursuing girls, and punk rock. We were in a few bands. Uh, he was a great bassist, uh, but sang in our band so that I could play bass. Uh, and I knew I knew he wanted to play bass, and he didn't want to front a band. Uh, but I didn't have the pipes for it, and he was awesome. Um, and I've started listening to some of his old songs, and it's uh, it's clear that he was he was a real good writer and much more talented than than we were. Um, so our crew had regular outings out to to get dinner at Bennigan's and to see a movie. Uh, before and after the movie, we would go to the stores that surrounded the theater. Mickey's. Yeah, well, that was later. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of loitering and some occasional petty theft, you know. About a year later, Chance joined in, became part of our group. Uh, Morgan Rock had a Joe. <laughs> yeah, Rock Farmer Joe, but Morgan had a knack of saying things that would cause Chance to totally lose his shit with laughter. Uh, once we were at uh, What Dreams May Come with Robin Williams, where he's traveling through the afterlife trying to find his dead wife. My dreams are going to ejaculate. They will. <laughs> but, uh, you knew I was going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so but at, at the end of the movie, uh, when Robin Williams has just found his wife in this afterlife purgatory kind of thing, uh, and sitting in this green dress, this very emotional scene, uh, Morgan made some sort of Lucky Charms comment. And uh, Chance had to leave the theater because he was laughing so hard and couldn't control himself, uh, which is in stark contrast to like the rest of the the public who's sitting there, you know, holding back tears. Right. And Chance is just laughing so bad he had to leave. I don't think he's ever seen the end of this movie still to this day. Probably not, and probably yeah. not ever now, yeah. you know. But uh, the weekends change from movies to hanging out and drinking in the parks. You know, Mickey's like Rob said, oh. attending parties and shows. Uh, Char- getting busted. Yeah, <laughs> getting busted sometimes. Charlie became a regular part of the crew, as did a few others. Uh, girls and problems came and went, but our crew remained, and Morgan was at its core. Um, yeah, so the four of us moved to college together. Morgan, Chris, Rob, and I, and Charlie joined the following year. We went from good friends to roommates, and which came with its own challenges. Uh, Morgan liked to nap to death metal. He would crank his computer with some sort of double-kick pedal-infused metal and, and look like he just kind of fell off his chair face down on the floor to nap. I mean, all in all, let's be honest, like, we never really had, in Orlando specifically, I mean, we really never ever had any real, I mean, I know Kevin put his hands in the wall trying to punch you in the face <laughs> that one time. Yeah. And I know, was it you that got thrown through the wall of natural light cans? That wasn't a head? fight, though. That was just No, but purpose. you hit your head on the thing, and you could have been a dick about it and done that. But we never, 
we, we were all very level-headed and, you know, even when bad shit and stupid shit happened, you know, we never really took it out on each other, you well, know. Yeah, I mean, anytime you get a lot of uh, young guys and testosterone, you know, beefs popped up and beefs popped away, you know. Yeah, you, you know, I I really can't think of any, I mean, specifically with Morgan, I mean, oh, at no, all, like, he was so easygoing, uh, do you remember the car wash sign that we stole and hung up across going to his room, and we, <laughs> yeah. we cut the hole out, because he had some fucking sideshow Bob type fucking big, big Jewy brown fro going on, and we fucking stole his sign, but Morgan was, you know, he wasn't like a basketball player, but he was kind of tall, you know, yeah. he's like six foot, and, and we stole the sign, and unless you were like, Five six, you weren't walking under it, so we just went ahead and cut a, cut a little auxiliary hole for his hair to go right on through. You know, that's true. I totally remember that. But yeah, he was always. But you know, like he, I still remember. Like I, I couldn't hear the TV because like the music was so loud. All this, and yeah. I went in. Just, like, I was like, Morgan, turn down your music. And finally, opened the door, and yeah, it looked like he'd just fallen out of his chair onto the floor to go to sleep. And that's oh. how he napped. He just, like, cranked his metal. Bro, and just, it looked like he got fucking, you know, raped by a giant and ended up like Stephen Hawking. I mean, it was crazy. <laughs> he almost looked dead. Yeah. You know? <laughs> fucking, <laughs> just not moving. But, uh... At least you guys didn't shave a line up his up his leg yeah, hair like you guys did with me. Yeah, you earned that. I didn't uh, earn anything. But uh, he was also, he could also be very generous, you know, when his dad would cook up big things of spaghetti and meatballs, uh, like sauce and meatballs. He would always share with everybody as soon as he got up, which, um, you know, when you're starving and poor, it's, it's, and someone offers you this deliciousness. It's awesome. Wendy's baked potatoes, bro. <laughs> Just saying, they were like a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, I lived on those things for, for quite a little while. Yeah. Well, Morgan moved to Tampa with the crew and later went on to go to, to UF in Gainesville. Uh, after graduating, he moved to Chicago for a few years before coming back to St. Pete. Uh, the landscape in St. Peter changed. We were all older, some starting families, uh, but the crew was whole again. Uh, Morgan was always opposed to getting married and having kids, but he was good uh, with kids. I wouldn't put him on the top of my babysitter list. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't hire him in kinder care necessarily, yeah. but I mean, he'd, he'd be a good he'd be well, a good number two. Well, he but he would always transform into gentle Morgan, and he'd speak in a soft tone and right. make an honest attempt at connecting. <laughs> but he'd still use like big words, you, you know, like he, was, like he was a black guy getting pulled over. He'd be like, "Listen, due to the present situation that I am currently in, that I am exonerated with at this juncture, you know what I'm saying?" <laughs> Except for he would use all his words correctly. <laughs> yeah, he would, he would use actual, you know, but real words. Yeah, but God I know, damn it, I miss him already, I man. Know. And he'd always ask about Trace, uh, like when we cross paths outside the house i'm so glad you just had a birthday so i got to see him again you know yeah. i saw i got to see him twice here in the last month i i don't know if you got to see him any more than that but yeah you know like it just sucks when he, i don't live I, we live in the same county but i'm 25 miles away yeah i work he don't have a car yeah you know and it's just now you get to play that what if like like chances did you see chances thing yeah chance for you know real nice, yeah. i mean that's that's true that's kick-ass i mean that's it, what if, man? I, two one five two one six nine. I know it. Yep, yep. There's no reason I shouldn't have called it. You know what I mean? It's it's just now I get to play what if and beat myself up over that because, I mean, now I can't anymore. Yeah, that fucking sucks, bro. Well, and all, and all that that was, was hardly a summary of Morgan. Didn't even scratch the surface. But he's a friend and a brother. And a little thing like death won't change that. But so, I am Jay Z. I I'm. I do not possess the ability to eloquently write things down, as my friend Francois here. But 
But what I can tell you is, you know, when I first went to Canterbury, that was my first year there. It was my senior year. And uh, Morgan didn't even go to school there. And, uh, you know, I didn't know anybody. And, you know, everybody thought I was a fucking nerd, jock, weirdo fag. and Which you are, yeah. Uh, which <laughs> I'm as much of that as I am black. I have tendencies, whatever. <laughs> but, uh, you know, nobody had to accept me. It, it could have been a nightmare, but, you know, they did. And when they did, I, I got to meet Morgan. And from the first time I ever met Morgan, man, it was, I was just like, I like this dude. This guy's fun to be around. Oh, man, Rob, what's up, bro? Ah, like, you know, it just, I can, I can hear his voice now. You know, he just, he had a certain, you know, way about him. He, he had that, that contagious fucking laugh. Like, you no, know, no. it wasn't like, ha, ha, ha. It wasn't like, you know, it was totally started like, off with this real, like, ha. Like it was this. like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. I mean, just, just infectious, man. And, you know, uh, when we live together, you know, you, you really get to know people and you get to do things. And, you know, like I said before, man, I, I just, I always had a good time with Morgan. I never, I never didn't have a good time. And, and every time when we didn't see each other for a long time, you know, we, we'd always have some stories for each other. You know, he, he's like, Oh man, Rob, guess what I did this weekend? I went and gave blood and then went and smashed beers. I got so <laughs> fucked up. I was like, Oh man. I never would have thought to do that. That's that's so fucking cool. And just hearing it the way that he said it just just made it better, you know. Yeah. And I just I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to beat myself up too much, you know. I could have hung out with him more. Everybody could, you know. That's just unfortunately the it's thing. Life. That's life. That's what happens when you grow up. And you know, I I'm gonna miss him a lot, man. Yeah. And I and I am like I said, I'm real glad that. You know, your birthday was pretty recent, and, and we did get to have that, and I did get to see him, and I did get to say, like, goodbye. Not that I thought right. he was going to die when I saw him, but I got to see him again. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. how many? what about people that, you know, didn't get to see him? Like, I feel bad, like, you know. Well, it's like ending uh, with a, like, or having an event where, like, you kind of, like, say goodbye to people for leaving, as opposed to, like, just when you're... Right, it's like, hey, I, I, I'll see you later. You know? I know you live in Spokane. I know I can, if I want to, I can hop on a TWA and go see you. But, but I, I, I can't. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, it's still not really hitting home. I mean, I know we've had a, a couple other friends pass, and I like to think that one of the few silver linings I could take from that is, you know, the ability to try to deal with something like this where. You know, it's a process, I, I, you know, you know, I feel like freaking out. I'm not going to lie. Do I have like grandeurs like breaking stuff? And yeah, I do, but I'm able to compartmentalize and deal with it. And because of my past, you know, things that have happened. Right. So, I mean, it doesn't make it any easier or any better. It, it's actually, it's, it's the, the more that goes on, the harder it gets actually, to be honest with you. Yeah. You know, I just, I mean that was a small that was one of the smartest motherfuckers I knew was, straight up straight up and you and, know you talked about the, the you know the big words and like he did like he was he was um well well read he he uh you know he could write real well and like mm -hmm. just naturally speaking he wasn't trying to to sound smart he was just like picking right. the proper word and sometimes right. it was a 10 dollar word you're fucking with my anti-disestablishmentarianism, bro. <laughs> right. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> right. Uh, he won. Uh, uh, his dad was telling us the story I yesterday. Found it. 
I found the the, the award. Well, his for dad the short story first place. And his dad was telling me a story about either uh, one where he won like second place or something. There are no points for second place. Well, no, I'm yeah. just kidding. There are for Morgan. Fuck. Oh, I'm sorry I said that. <laughs> no, yeah. So apparently, like, uh, part of it was that the kids would read their story, and this mm-hmm. was elementary school, you know. Uh, the kids would read their story after, at at some point after the awards or something. Mm-hmm. And so the first place winner got up there, and like a lot of the the bigger words, he was just like, but uh, like he couldn't pronounce all of them. Oh. You are the epitome of this motherfucker. Clearly, your mommy wrote that. Yeah, exactly. And, so, and I know, know I said epitome, not epitome, motherfuckers. That's why I said it like that. But uh, but Morgan, you know, Morgan got up there and could obviously read and knew what he wrote. But like the uh, there was a chick at the St. Pete Times, might have been the editor or married to the editor or something like that. But um, fuck the guy that had something to do with words. Yeah, you etymologist fucker. She might have. She might have been the editor. But uh, apparently, she uh, she was around for a couple of Morgan's writings during some contests, and they had like someone like wrote in or there was some quite like somebody questioned whether he actually wrote uh so oh morgan put a poem in submitted a poem that got published <sighs> in the st p times and an editor changed uh, a word in it and she just lit this person up because they're like oh i thought he just i thought he meant this you know because he's 10 and she just lit him up about doing that and you Dude, know like, you don't get to do that i can't take mona lisa's fucking eye off her face yeah. don't fuck with my art bro that's not cool but yeah so the, you know newspaper lady um would recognized his talent and and he said like he was the best um, child writer she'd ever witnessed. You know. See, I mean, that's just you know. I just I wish he had like an opportunity. I wish he had an outlet so there could be more of this stuff. I I, I don't know how much you guys have or what was found or anything. I mean, I know I sell some stuff and and I hope I get to you know go over some of it. But I yeah. mean, I just wish he had the opportunity to do more because his shit was great. You know. Yeah, and I've been listening to. Uh, <laughs> I'll probably tack a couple songs to the end of this. Uh, but I, I've been listening. You know, we had uh, a little band when we were like teenagers, and then um, him and Matt were in a band called No Truth Lies. Infant Terrible. And that was one of our. That was our college band. Yeah. Word. Um, I remember. Yeah, I haven't found any of that audio, but uh, conveniently. Well, no, no. I felt like third place, which was our high school band. I found that, but yeah, Infant. I haven't found any tracks yet, so I don't know if anybody's got them. But uh, No Truth Lies, which is his band with Matt, which was a real good three piece. I've been listening to a lot of that because you know Morgan's on vocals. He wrote a lot of those songs, um, and so I don't know. I've been listening to to some of his music. It's nice hearing hearing his voice. I want to be Morgan for Halloween. You should be Morgan for Halloween. Totally. <laughs> we should all be Morgan I'm for Halloween. I want to be Morgan for Halloween. Yeah. That or a French maid again, so you can see my dong. <sighs> Dear God. You were, you were just jealous. You could be Morgan in a French maid outfit. Ah, <laughs> uh, so I'd be like, uh, Ma of Albert, yes! Let's see that again! Like me on the ass. I only bit her 15 times. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan was our homie, and he, you know, he wouldn't want uh, people sitting around moping. He would tease us relentlessly, I'm sure. But stop uh, acting like a bitch and come on. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty I much. Uh, don't take this the wrong way, but I, as much as I can, I'm not going to mourn his death. Okay. I feel bad for his dad and everything that happened, but I'm not going to mourn his death. I'm going to celebrate his life. Gotcha. Especially. You know, seventeen to thirty-two, which Rindy, which know. is when I knew him. You yeah. know, and I mean, like I said, man, he, I every time we hung out, I never, he was never a dick. He was never belligerent. He was just, he was never that guy. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. 
like I, you know, you know me, I'm like, I'm that guy a little too much, you know, <laughs> but he was never that guy. He was always a good dude and he, and he always meant well and he always had a good story and he, he had a great laugh and he had a great attitude and man, I miss the fuck out of him, bro. It yeah. sucks. It does. Sucks. I think, um, you know, uh, he, he was before blogs were a big thing. Um, I invented blogs in 1996, bro. <laughs> kind of. In, uh, in 97 or something. Or maybe maybe 98. Anyway, he had com. I remember. Yeah, and so he'd post pictures of our outings and he would write essays on stuff. Yeah. And it was it was essentially a blog uh, but before that was really a thing, you know? God, if he only would have, like, emailed it to himself and he could have gone far enough back and be like, Hey, uh, Google, well, you owe me about. $400 million. I'm just saying, my man. <laughs> We've recovered some of the pictures off of the site. We actually, we, we like have Morgan. My Viagra script? Yeah. <laughs> we have, uh, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, we have uh, morgansucks.com, so I think we're going to launch that back up with some Morgan stuff. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I think so. Um, What was I just going to say? I can't remember. Yeah. My mind is shit today. No, true that. Well, um... Anyway, we, uh... If oh, you... oh. I know we weren't going to do my advice, but can I, can I do some yeah, advice? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Here's my advice today. Um, you never know when somebody that's close to you and that you care about, or even if it's somebody you haven't seen in a while, I mean, you don't know when that person's not going to be there. So... You know, cherish the times that you have with people, especially, I mean, we're in our early, early 30s. I, I mean, do you think this is going to happen? This is like the fourth time that this has happened to me. I mean, this is crazy, mm -hmm. you know, and I didn't know for any of them. I didn't have that chance. Yeah. So my advice to everybody is um, just, you know, life's short, man. Bury the hatchet. Just... Love the one you're with. Love the love your friends. Love people that are good to you. Be good to people that are good to you. And uh, you know, hopefully everybody lives a long and full life. And, and uh, call you your know. parents. Call your parents. Tell them that you love them. Yeah, ma. Where's the fucking meatloaf? Yeah, Ma! I know that's how you tell your mom you love him. No, I don't even motherfucking like meatloaf, bro. <laughs> but no, it's uh... protein, ma. But yeah. Um, I guess if you listen this far in and you're just, uh, you want to write just to the show for advice or anything else, it's, uh, confusion at noisefly.com, um, at ball of Rob at, uh, Frank underscore craft. Um, anybody listening that was, uh, Morgan's friend, I'm sure you know how to get in touch with us, but, uh, we'll, we'll have a thing for him soon here. He may not be here physically anymore, but he's going to be forever here in spirit. So let all powers combined. Wind, fire, water, hot. We are Captain Planet. <laughs> to Captain Planet, Mons Liebes. Mons Liebes, Liebeclees. Yeah, Up with man. these. I was saying that in my mind last night. I was like, Liebeclees. I was like, I don't even know how the fuck to spell that. I was thinking back uh, in eighth grade, we took some field trip to this uh, settler, like Florida early settler kind of field trip thing. It wasn't cracker country, so, but something so like no, that. So no water inside. Uh, I don't know. But Wiping it, my ass with a National well, it was Geographic just like, magazine. We had to pretend that we were going out and settling the land. And uh, Morgan was in my, my group, my family. So we made him the, the patriarch. And uh, his name was Hermanafron. Hermanafron. That sounds like, uh, you know, uh, 
a dessert and like a hermaphrodite had like a kid. So on a frond. So it's a it's a Twinkie with a dick. It's a it's a it's a dick cake with tits on it. Sweet. This is my hermaphron cake. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, we're gonna leave you for this week. So I will see you motherfuckers later. That'll do. Thank you.